You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, FN Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast. Gordon here on Thursday for Thursday's main slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. James, we have a, a little bit of a difference in today's slate over on uh, FanDuel. As you mentioned there, include the 640 game time start. Uh, DraftKings, however, has six games starting at 7.05, including the, what do you say, they have the second doubleheader of the Yan- Yankees and Angels in that one. So, And yep. we'll see if we'll see if that even plays. There's still more rain in New York that we have to worry about here, so that game may end up getting wiped out either way, but 7.05 start time on DraftKings, 6.40 start time on Fan. Yeah, sorry in advance for all the background noise today with my child and his grandmother babysitting, so just throwing that out there but yes two we actually have two 640 games over on Fanduel, john san francisco miami and washington cincinnati so it's good solid slate including cores i actually like cores more when they're on smaller slates i think yeah i mean you'll have you'll have more concentrated rostership on them but this is also a pretty good spot for cores given the matchup that we'll get into in a moment so uh let's kick it off again i got DraftKings open james has Fanduel, so feel free to shout out any plays that you see over there james but for me DraftKings top price pitcher sean Manaya on the road against milwaukee at nine thousand seven hundred dollars feels like it's been a bit since we haven't had a 10k pitcher on the slate for DraftKings. i'm sure on Fanduel, you know do we have a, a 10k play over there yeah we actually have an 11k play and hey, a 10k play hey. San- sandy alcantara is eleven thousand dollars at home against the san francisco giants and sean is 10-2 against milwaukee alcantara has been been really beasted lately so <laughs> i don't know i think it's it's reasonable that he is uh that he is that expensive i don't know if we're gonna go there but you know certainly can take a look at it san francisco's offense a bit up and down this year so something to take a peek at Manaya as mentioned at milwaukee i got jameson tyon against the angels we'll see if that game kicks off tony gonsolin at home against the mets gonsolin finally getting a longer leash now three straight games of six innings three straight games over 90 pitches seven strikeouts in all three of those games mets though that offense has really been rolling lately like do you you have any worries about going gonsolin here absolutely i think he is he has been good but the mets have been in good form too i think he profiles more as a tournament play regard like in any situation really just just knowing Dave Roberts, the manager, just knowing Dave Roberts and how he's managed Tony Gonsolin over the last few years. I think Gonsolin profiles as a tournament play, whether it's the Mets or whether it's like the Mississippi State Bulldogs. So, yeah, I, I think Gonsolin's fine in, in, in tournaments only. Adrian Hauser is at home. This is another one of those pitchers that I look at like home road sports and I, I kind of like him better. But when he's at home, he's facing a Padres team that he had just faced actually on the road and pitched pretty well against six innings, one earned, four strikeouts for Hauser in that start against the Padres. Again, at home this season in four starts, he has a 1.99 ERA on the road. He's got a 5.32. So, um, kind of looking at Hauser here at home. Yeah, and San Diego 27th in terms of OPS against right-handed pitching. So, yeah, I think Hauser is probably on DraftKings, like the first guy I'm like really interested, to be honest. Because yeah. I don't really, the tier above him, like Manaya is fine, but Milwaukee hits lefties well, especially with Tyrone Taylor being the best player in baseball. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Hauser is probably the first guy I'm like really into there. 
Okay, yeah, he's a good mid-tier option on to where you have to start two starters as well. So definitely something to kind of pay attention to there. What's your take on the Cardinals pitcher on this slate going up against Chicago? Is that Libertori? Is that how we're Yeah, Libertori, yeah. I mean, the Cubs have been pretty bad lately. And we've mentioned it. And, like, as a joke, I said it the other day, like, oh, they're missing Jan Gomes and Jonathan VR. They're actually very good against left-handed pitching. So, yeah, I think there is some merit to playing Libertore and coming off a really good start. Oh, you saw Ashby as a lefty strike out like four, was it 13 or 12? Yeah, 12 or 13. I'm with you, John. I think this is a very interesting spot. Is there, I don't see weather report. Let's see what the wind, blowing in again. So uh, just like there was on, what what is today, Thursday? Yeah. On Wednesday, yeah, it's tough who knows what day it is anymore. Wednesday, not a lot of run scored with the wind blowing in. So something to consider. And, and you love where Libertari's pitch count has been. 88-93 in his first two starts. Yeah. Uh, the only other guy I'll throw out there, and it's not an easy matchup for him, was Keegan Thompson. He started the year as a swingman for them, and now he's entered the rotation. Pitch count's kind of been on the rise for him. A season-high 77 pitches against the White Sox in his last start. Five innings in that one. Just one earned run allowed. Again, Cardinals lineup. No, they're they're good, right? Like they have, they have Goldschmidt and Arenado, and mm-hmm. you know, up and down the lineup, they're a strong team. But if you're looking to just really spend all the way down on DraftKings, I think Houston's the only guy um, I would you know, have mild interest in, just given recent production. Yeah, and to your point, St. Louis has been the best team against lefties, seventeenth in OPS and Wolf against righties, right? So there is some wiggle room there for keegan thompson to get after it i will throw chris flexen into the mix i know baltimore's offense is actually super good right now two games two games in a row no two of the last three they've scored double figures and they're actually the the power is playing but flexen coming off a good start that i like the ballpark for pitching truthfully weird to say that it's because it's baltimore i also I can't say I hate Jordan Lyles either, John, who other than like last start had been pretty good from a fantasy perspective recently. So I don't hate either of them. And then on FanDuel, Alex Wood against the Marlins is probably really close to a lock because when you look at the Marlins numbers against lefties, they've struck out 29.7% of the time. That is 3.6% higher than the second placed Baltimore Orioles in terms of strikeouts. Yeah. So Alex Wood has a lot of upside in that matchup. He just hasn't pitched too deep into games usually. Hasn't, pi- hasn't pitched deep into games. Five and two-thirds last start was actually the deepest he's gone. Six strikeouts in that game. I think there is six, seven, eight strikeout upside against the Marlins here, just considering how bad they've been against lefties. Okay. Washington, Cincinnati pitching, by the way. Graham Ash- Ashcraft is starting for the Reds. He's a righty. He had a good start last time if you want to go there. Joan Odan is starting for the Nationals. He has been... So they have a trash, been a trash can up. He's been a punching bag this year, <laughs> yeah. so don't think you want to go there. But I do think Alex Wood 7,400 makes a lot of sense. Catcher position, uh, William Contreras against the lefty <laughs> in cores. Like, finally, the, the price makes sense, right? Like, this is the first time the price has, like, actually like, made any sense. Yeah, I don't condone paying up for catcher, but this dude is just been on an absolute tear. Yeah. So are they playing both of them, him and Darno, together right now? They just don't care. Like they're both like kind of good. Darno's been slowing down, but like 
they also have like a lot of struggling pieces, right? So why not just play, just find a way to get Contreras into the lineup at this point? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you just got to play him, right? You can't. Well, you're doing a disservice not having him out there. Probably so. goes for both Contreras. Probably goes for both W Contreras, sure. right? Sure, sure. Both getting a lefty today. Both getting a lefty, yeah. yeah. William Contreras, 324. Or Wilson Contreras, 324,000 OPS. Lost 10 for him as well. So those are the two clear spend-ups if you're going in that direction. The Brewers, I know it's Manaya oh. getting a lefty again. So Karin... Fucking loved, right? Three, like a, had three straight <laughs> games with the home run. We were like, oh, there's no way they're not going to play him again, right? You take him... Are you going to take him out of the lineup three straight games with the home run? Well, they did. And it was fine. Narvaez went one for four with an RBI, so it wasn't like a total blow. But with the lefty back on the mound, Carantini is going to be back in the lineup at 3,100. Again, not the most favorable spot for him going up against Manea, but just a guy that's on that kind of home run, you you just give him a, a closer look. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best spot, but Manea, like hasn't been like four ERA, eight home runs and nine starts, 25 yeah. earned runs. Like, he's good. And he has, like, a lot of upside, but I wouldn't say that he is, like, unhittable. So I do have Caratini coming into this game cheaper than he was after his third straight game with a home run. Yeah, I have some interest there. What do I make of, of Trevino? Dude, he's good. I mean, he's good. He's right know. now. He's not good, he's, but he's good right now. He had this stretch last year in Texas, too, where he, like, started off the year hitting, like, 300. And, look, he gets a lefty here... The Yankees' offense has been good. We don't know if this game's even going to play. Sure. But we've now seen twice in five games he's had three hits and a home run. So there's obviously upside, and you have to consider it's Yankee Stadium too. So First base position. I mean, Jeff Kors, obviously, that's going to always be in play. But if we're just looking outside of Kors, is there any particular matchup that you're just like, yep, this is the spot for me? I mean, Goldschmidt is just being a menace right now. So, like, I'm perfectly fine with that. Ty France continues to hit three. I know there wasn't, like, crazy upside, and that's partly due to hit the lineup behind him, but another three hits on Wednesday. I mean, the guy just, I mean, professional hitter is, like, underselling how good he's been. And then, man, we keep saying Ryan Mountcastle's too cheap, John. I know. He's heating up. But the guy is just too cheap. 2800 again and he hit a home run again he's been i mean um, again this is a guy that hits lefties his last two big games have been against left-handed pitching and ray and hill so want to at least just throw that out there and they're going up against the right in, in, in flexing today but yeah the guy hit 35 home runs last year right or something like that so yeah this is a potential weather game though just to point it out it is uh risky that front so it's definitely a game that we're gonna have to uh monitor up to lineup right lineup Lock. And okay. also, this year, by the way, Mountcastle turned it around a little bit against righties. Six home runs already against righties of his seven. 278 average, 334 Woba. Chris Flexen, 840 OPS, 367 Woba to right-handed okay. batter. So. Hey, you're, you're, you're spitting the numbers. I'll, I'll take them into consideration for sure. That works. They're struggling, but he is hitting over 300 on the year, $3,500 for him. Again, I like Hauser, but if you're just going to go a little bit different, there's at least maybe a path for him there. I'm trying to think here. Keston's going to play, but for how long, right? Yep. They'll, they'll play him, and then they'll take him out. On DraftKings, you know, I'm looking at a six-game slate, so the options for first base, if you're not spending up, are kind of bleak. If the Angels play, Jared Walsh is $3,900. So that's a spot in Yankee Stadium you'd probably want to take a look at. That's probably it for me. I do like the Mount Castle call at 2800 for sure. 
on FanDuel. I'll say Ty France still too because I mean, yeah, another three Agreed. hits last night. So yeah, I, yeah, I mentioned Ty France. He's okay. pro- professional is his middle name. Correct. Garrett Cooper, Jesus Aguilar get a lefty. You mentioned Alex Wood not really going deep into games, but both of them get a lefty if you want to go there. And then Josh Bell gets Ashcroft, and Votto gets Jonah Don. $2,500 for Joey Votto. Okay. I don't mind it. Yeah, Votto, again, like I mentioned the other day, almost uh, inches shy of having a multi-home run day, so anything is possible with him there. Second base. I mean, if there's ever an Ozzy Albee spot, it's against a lefty in Coors, right? It's got to be. It's just got to be. He's let us down all year. It's just got to be spot. He honestly has let us down all year, but at least he's coming into form four straight games with a hit, three extra base hits during that stretch. Yeah. If there was ever an Ozzy Albee's day, it's got to be this matchup. Yep. Top spend up on both sites, I think. Nolan Gorman, too expensive on FanDuel, by the way. $3,600. Crazy. Gorman is $2,600 on your uh, DraftKings board. So good value for Gorman. He's day-to-day, though, so we'll see if he's in the lineup. So If the Yankees play, Glaber's at 44. I'm good there. Let's see. Brendan Rogers, three home runs on uh, yeah. on Wednesday. I know. Morel's 3,700. <laughs> he keeps leading off, too. Gourmet may lead off tonight, do you think? Lefty versus righty matchup for him, or no? He could. They they let off, so I'm interested because they let off, they put Nimmo back in the okay. leadoff spot, so I'd assume that would be the case. But, man, sure. look, look at this guy. Even 0 for 1, three walks. Yeah. Like, on on base machine, so. Crazy, yeah. Let's see. Anything else? Odor hit a home run off Ray last night, which was an absolute nightmare for me. Lefty on lefty home run for yep. Ray and Odor. Um, I watched I watched the game cast on that one, and it was like middle red. And I'm like, oh, Robbie, he can't be low. He can't be throwing him there. <laughs> it's like the only thing that Odor can hit. And uh, he put it into the stands. So. Would uh, you play Odor? No. Uh, oh, yeah, he's been okay. He hasn't been the worst player in the world, so uh, it could be potential. Uh, I don't mind the dart throw in Angels and Simmons again. I'm just kidding. He's 2K. He's facing a lefty. I don't I don't mind it there. Well, John, Birdie, John Birdie on FanDuel. That's yep. a lefty. Yep. He'll lead off and steal a bunch of bases. Works for me. Third base position, Machado is at 55 if you want to spend up. Austin Riley, it is against a lefty, but they're in core, so that kind of always is going to play for me, especially... If Gomber doesn't go long, he may face a right-handed reliever at some point. So that's that's in play. McMahon at forty six hundred dollars in cores. Let's see what else do we like. Edwin Rios maybe for you against Taiwan at thirty nine. Yeah, we could. Just we're pretty much playing him for a home run. But right. yeah, there's there's power there upside there. Do you like Urias still? I pretty much like him every slate. He's just been super good lately, and I alluded to it earlier. Flexen is way worse against right-handed batters. The only thing we have to worry about is weather here. Shortstop position, unless there's another third baseman. For- um, not gonna play anyone against Alcantara, and then Brandon Jury is like is what he is at this point. So maybe Jury. Brandon Jury is working himself back into a minor league player. So. Yeah, him and Mustakas both are third base eligible, but they're both like in horrible form. So. Yeah, Moose has really cooled off after a, a hot May. So. Uh, hot early May. He's really died down a bit. Shortstop position. You have the top two guys, Lindor and Trey Turner. Those are fine if you want to go there. You have Dansby against Gomber in Colorado at 4500 which is a good price. Uh, you got Luis Urias, the other Urias here, going up against Manaya if you want to go there. You got my boy, J.P. Crawford, homeward last night, $4,100 going up against Jordan Lyles. Probably a spot that I'm going to have a little bit of a close eye on. And then Nico Horner at $3,200 for the Cubs. Yeah, I think that's 
pretty much that pretty much does that it. is short. the position i was running down my guys was any additional commentary for you that's pretty much the uh <laughs> that's pretty much the uh the position there so yeah do you have a favorite of the group i like your eyes against lefties i like crawford against lyles if that game plays okay. probably my favorites all right, let's get to the exciting position, the one with a billion players. That is the outfield position. Again, on a smaller slate, at least we're not running through like 35 guys of 5K and above. So we can kind of hone in on some of these guys. Plus, as we've talked about, maybe the Angels and Yankees don't need them. So if that ends up being the case, then you, you cut out Judge and Trout and Otani and all those guys. Acuna is day-to-day, but he would get a lefty if he plays in cores here against Gomber. Uh, Mookie Betts homered last night. He gets Ty Walker. Betts generally better against righties and lefties. Um, so those are your top two price guys. If you had to, pay, if both played and you had to pick one, who? Mookie Acuna, Acuna in course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's you know hard to like, hard to fade one of the best fantasy players in the best fantasy environment against a guy who gave up eight earned runs his last time out. Is Otani? Pitching? No, he's not pitching today, right? Yeah, he's pitching. He is. Okay. He's pitching the. He's pitching the first game of their doubleheader if it's not rained out. So, okay, so that's why then DraftKings doesn't have Otani on the night slate. Mm-hmm. This is true. So let's actually get let's get confirmation here on what game he's pitching. But I'm saying he's not even in the hitter. Yeah, he's an $8,800 pitcher, is what they're listing him at. If you. Type in Otani and pitcher. Yeah, but you can't. Um, that means you can't use them as a hitter. You can't use them as a hitter. No. He's definitely so, probably going to DH now. So he's scheduled to start the first game against him versus Nestor. Okay, and then they don't think he's going to bat in game two. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe their system is not allowing them to list them twice. I guess list them. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Well, anyways, know. you're you're missing Otani on the second slate if it comes down to in your outfield. Yeah, we don't even know if that game's gonna play, but uh, just wanted to point it out there. Under five K, Charlie Blackman's at forty six hundred dollars. Let's see, Julio Rodriguez up to forty five hundred dollars now. Price is on the rise for the youngster there. You know, up over four K now. Ozuna versus a lefty at forty four. You mentioned Nimmo's at forty three. Mullins is at forty one. Those guys are all in the the mid four K range. Yeah, I like Nimmo. Osuna is too cheap at 44. The Seattle-Baltimore game is definitely a little worrisome. I like the guy. I like both sides, both offenses, both pitchers, potentially too, but the weather is a little Yeah, well, have to, so. I mean, it's obviously just right now we have to wait and see. It's supposed to, it's supposed to rain around first pitch. If it lingers, you know, it could be a problem, so we'll have to see what happens there. Tyrone Taylor, 3,400. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I mean, I know Manaya is pretty, like, can be good, but like... McCutcheon and leads off too. Right. So yeah, I, I mean, if you I, wanna... I know like his overall numbers this year don't look good, but and, and hopefully as I look it up right now, he's not going to make me look stupid. But I'm pretty sure he's still hitting lefties like fairly. They're pretty bad this year, but overall. he's also I think they're bad because since he's come yeah, back la- last from the year, IL, he had a thousand OPS for his left-handed pitching. So that's yeah. what it was to begin the year. I think since he's been back from the IL, he's been so it's just he just needs to. Catch catch a little fire, but he's also still going to lead off against a lefty. So okay. we have that going for us. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, said, I remember you're right. Yeah. He's, since he's been back, he's basically not hit a baseball. But last year, 1,000 OPS, I'll hang my hat on it. So we'll see if he can refine the form for himself there. Anybody else for you? Any other value guys on your wrist? If the Yankees game plays and do hard 2,500, Clint Frazier's been a little bit better of late two straight games with a hit on uh, since Yankees we- should have traded that guy 10 years ago 
10 years ago, 100%. Not even When, a when he actually um, had value. And he, no. Not even a question. I hate I hate thinking about it. Yeah. FanDuel, though, I mean, Juan Soto against uh, Ash, Ashcraft. Yeah, Ashcraft. 3,800. Yeah. Um, trying to look. Who could play a Doan? Who could we play against a Doan? The Reds are just you? so you, you could sign a contract and then bat against them, probably. TJ Friedel. He has some stolen base upside when he was up with the Reds earlier this year. Yeah, Kyle Farmer, 2,900. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And then Giants, Alcantara. Tyler Stevenson? Where's he, what's he priced at? Tyler Stevenson is $3,200. Yeah, I mean, if you're stacking, you got to throw Stevenson in that lineup. Yeah, if you're playing Reds, yeah, Stevenson definitely makes Especially sense. Especially on Fandle, you just throw him in your util. Right? Like, you true. Know, you know, so true. True, true. It all fits. Uh, so, home run call. No course. No, of course. Yeah. I think we finally... Didn't get one right yesterday, John. I, know, I think sad. that was the first day in a while. I'll go. Do you care if it's a one site only play? No. Because I'll go. I'm going to go Juan Soto. Juan Soto, okay. I am going to go with. No cores. Give me. All right, I'm going to go with the Wilson Contreras. Ooh, I like that one. That's a good one. That's where I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Wilson Contreras against Libertori. All right, so that wraps it up. James on the playbook. If you have any questions, get us in Discord and Twitter, and we'll catch you guys later.